Hey there, and welcome to the very first episode of She Is Worthy. I'm your host, Nonle, and it feels so surreal to actually sit down and record this and actually say that and do this because I've been thinking about recording this and yeah it's it's been a long time coming and my leader recently posted something that said your first workouts will be bad your first podcast will be bad your first speech will be bad but you can't make your hundredth without making your first so put your ego aside and start and here I am basically just doing it and hoping the Lord, knowing actually that the Lord will back me up, you know, because I think that's what he does. He sends you out and then he backs you up with his word. Uh, welcome again. My name is Nonte and <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit nervous. Not a little bit. I'm feeling nervous, very nervous. And, but yeah, yeah, she is worthy. Um, why did I even decide to go with that name? It is because really, I feel like people, we as people have so many things that we try to identify with and so many things that tell us who we are, you know, when, when, uh, when Adam, when God finds Adam naked, he's like, Adam's like, I'm naked. And then God is like, who told you? And I feel like it's it's that type of vibes. We have those types of vibes. And we don't know how much we are worth through the Jesus's blood, in a way, the lamb's blood. And we don't know. We've sort of forgotten our worth. And you are worth more than you could ever 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 no because you've been purchased by the blood the precious blood of jesus christ so really she is worthy is just there to support people rebuild people in a way and yeah share our faith anyways um share my faith our faith today the first episode I decided to talk about salvation since it's the first episode I'm going to talk about salvation and I'm also going to share my own testimony of how I got saved and everything um, I'm really hoping that through these podcasts as I'm talking my personality shines through and I don't lose my personality or blend in and try to blend in with everyone else because I recently read a book <laughs> I recently read a book I recommend people read this book it's actually a very nice book it's called The Greatest Reset I forgot the author's name Jeremy something um it's called The Greatest Reset a great book read it and it talks about how people blend in in a way to those sort of like people who are in media and everything and that have been anointed by God to do these types of things, they sort of blend in and forget and forget the main pur- purpose. Ooh, forgot to speak there for a second. And forget the main purpose. So I'm hoping that I come across as authentic as possible. 
And yeah, anyways, salvation. My leader always talks about how salvation is a real thing. And for me, it was always a thing of, but what is salvation, you know? I understand it's real. I understand God found me because God has never lost. It's me who was lost. But what is salvation? And I asked a few people what they thought salvation was. And my friend said uh, for her, one of my friends, she said for her salvation is sort of like a decision that you make every day. So every morning you decide on a daily basis you decide to get saved and it's an ongoing process it's not just an event that happens once and it's done but it's actually an ongoing process um it reminds me of i don't know if this is a a famous person or philosopher who said this i think it's like mlk or something i forgot who it was but someone was asked um what when did you get saved and they said this morning because I have to wake up and surrender every single day and I think for her that was salvation for her and for my other friend uh, she said salvation for her is an event that happens and it stops and after salvation it sort of is a gateway for sanctification and I understand for most people they might uh go along with these beliefs (laughs) that was a long pause that was a long pause they might go along with these beliefs that salvation is you know a process an event but for me really salvation what is the most important about salvation and during this preparation I was reminded of the story of Hosea and how the church is basically similar to Hosea's wife and forgot her name. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce her name. So you can you can go and search it out. It's spelled G O M E R. So you go find out how it's how it's pronounced. The church is, reminded me of Hosea's wife and how we are so similar to his wife and how my how God has pursued us with so much love, even though we we sort of prostitutes in a way because. We leave him, we get to him, and then we leave him, and we go and pursue other gods or pursue other loves before him. And we it's not even like we are leaving him. We don't leave the marriage. Like, she didn't leave the marriage. She was still married, but she went and, and pursued other things whilst in the marriage, you know? So for me, it's that and how and how God really does pursue us. So it's that because Romans 3 verse 23 to 24 says, All of us have sinned and have fallen short of God's glory. But God treats us much better than we deserve. And because of Christ Jesus, he freely accepts us and sets us free from our sins. And it reminds me of a life that has no bond with our creator. You know, 
if you have a life with no bond with the creator i mean he made you he created life it's like it's like a car that has been banned from not even banned because the car can't, but it's like a person buying a car from audi and saying my you're not going to fix the car from audi going to bmw going to every other place to fix the car but you know they won't have the answers for that so only god will have the answers to your identity only god will have the answers to who you truly are not everyone i but anyways i digress so yeah for me it's salvation is a thing that but not only salvation christianity is based on love and faith which are the cornerstones i feel of christianity but as much as people say oh love is love is a bigger like a higher is higher value than faith or faith comes first and then love comes second i look at it as an love is for god and faith is for us you know what i mean cuz the word says for God lo- so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life and that truly really is it shows that you know it's him who actually loves us to give his only son and the only thing we have to do is have faith and believe and it shows the order of how important it is to actually re- believe first before you can receive salvation and one Thessalonians said for god did not appoint us to wrath but to obtain salvation through our lord jesus christ who died for us that whatever we wake or sleep that whether we wake or sleep we should live together with him so god loved us so much and he wanted to spend eternal life with us so much that he like we didn't even deserve it and he gave us to us that just blows my mind so in order to actually to actually receive salvation i believe you you need to believe that you were born a sinner and you have fallen short as humans we have fallen short of the grace and through jesus who is the way the truth and the life we have been made whole so really it's it's really that simple i think salvation is an event that happens but even before the event happens your heart needs to first come to believing that jesus christ is my lord and my savior and then you'll get saved you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is lord and after that you undergo the process of salvation of sanctification however you want to put it and that's basically all i have about salvation now to share a little bit about my testimony I really have been uh, reluctant on sharing my testimony because I mean I was a born I was born in a like saved a Christian family you know um which made me feel like my testimony was nothing valuable to anyone because 
I mean, I don't have anything to say like, oh my goodness, I went drinking, I went partying, I was so lost, I I didn't know what to do. But you know, um, there's a scripture that says something about uh, their testimonies, something, something, I'll, I'll link it, I'll post it down below, I think it's in Revelations or something. Um... But really, my life was very lukewarm. I had a very lukewarm life before I was born again. Um, I was born in a first-generation Christian family. And even though they had paved a way for me to like sort of introduce me to Christ, and I thank them for that, that I was very introduced to Christ at a very young age and I attended Sunday school and I don't know what they call it wherever you're listening from in South Africa it's called Sunday school <laughs> or kids church or children's recently they call it children's ministry so Sunday school kids church whatever it's called um I went there I grew up in the church but I really didn't have a true revelation, a true relationship with Christ. I actually had a very uh, distorted, now that I look at it, I had a very distorted um, image of God and who he was. And I remember, I remember my parents saying, in heaven we'll be singing songs. And, and I thought, oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't want to go to heaven. I'm sorry. I don't want to go to heaven. If he's singing these songs in heaven, I don't want to go to heaven. But anyways, yeah. Um, I mean, I knew Jesus. I knew of Jesus, but I didn't know the actual person. I didn't know that he wanted to have a relationship with me. I didn't know that... He actually cared so much. I didn't know that he personally loved me so much. I mean, God's love is just something else. I mean, when you experience God's love, it truly is something else. Um, I was very much in the world, as I said. I was, yeah, you know, and they say you're, off this, you're in this world, but you're not off this world. I was off this world, for sure, for sure. Um... As I said, I was lukewarm. I went to church every Sunday. But when I came back from church, uh, it was a, uh, okay, cool. We carry on with the week. I'll see God on Sunday. You know, he was a very, he was a Sunday special for me. And I really don't like people, which is why I really don't like people treating God as a Sunday special. And I know as much as people say we should continue praying for them. But God's word says you either hearts or cold. If you look warm, I'd rather spit you out of my mouth. And I think people need to hear that gospel once again. That, you know, you're either hot or cold or nothing at all. You can't be both. You can't be both. You can't be lukewarm. Um. Anyways, and then I went to varsity. Now, this is where it gets very interesting. In varsity, I was a very good child, you know. I was a very good child. I didn't do parties. I didn't do nothing. But I also just didn't go to church. Like I didn't. My mom is not there. 
so she's not saying wake up let's go to church no one is sleeping in my house no none of that i didn't go to church i just chilled i didn't chill i just slept on sundays i slept in had an amazing no i didn't i had chilled mornings i woke up late i slept late it was cool nothing serious and i just carried on for like my spiritual life was was in the gutters <laughs> it was in the gutters this carried on for about a few a few a few years not a few years even like a year it carried on for a year and then my friend actually went to church my friend did go to church and she invited me to church she said let's go to church I said no thank you and she kept inviting me I was like okay cool I was very conscious because I don't I don't know I didn't want to open up my I don't want to open myself up to like perverse churches and everything so I was like okay cool I'll go and then I went there and it was so pretty I was like you lying there's no way you brought me to a church this is not a church i mean it was very pretty and then i was like okay cool and then there were so many lights i was like this is this is this is groove there's no way this is a church and then the preacher preached and didn't realize that he sowed a seed in my heart told him it was great but not for me i'll see you guys in heaven peace out went back to the world uh, for a year, I chilled. I didn't do anything. I was spiritually dead. Um, but I think it was a thing of Jesus even speaks about this that if a person is closed off, move on to the next one who's actually open. And when they invited me to church, I was very much closed off. Even if the preacher preached until he was blue, I wasn't going to re surrender that day. I wasn't going to get saved that day. Like the message could have been perfect from A to Z. I wasn't going to be like saved that day because I was very closed off to the message. You know, I was very distant to the message. I didn't want to, I didn't want anything to do with the message at that time, to do with God at that time. I know there was nothing wrong in my life. I just didn't have a hunger for God. And I think my, my leader once put it so perfectly that if you as he likes steak he said he likes steak and no matter how much if his wife was to feed him vegetables feed him vegetables feed him vegetables until he's full no matter how much he likes steak if his wife puts steak in front of him after he was full he's not gonna eat that 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 steak so i was very closed off um a year went by and then i decided you know what i need god in my life (laughs) and i really did need god in my life um yeah it was after covid it was during covid actually like when covid was slowing down a lot was going on I was, my whole world was just crumbling. I said, you know what? I need God. 
<laughs> but I remembered. I was like, I once went to that church. Bear in mind, my friend is no longer now going to church because, yeah, she's just not going to church anymore. And I asked her, I was like, remember that church you took me to? Where can I get, like, how can I get there? And she gave me all the details. I went to church by myself. Um, and everything just, yeah. I was, yeah, I was proper. I was proper. My heart was open. My mind was open. And I went there. I, the preacher preached. <laughs> That's what I even say. The preacher preached. He was talking about how it's time to resurrender, and it felt like the perfect. No one even nudged me to go to the front. I was there by myself. I walked myself to the front, and. I've lived a life of surrender ever since then because I feel like a life of semi-surrender is no surrender at all. Partial surrender is really no surrender at all. And I've lived a life of surrender and I truly wish to carry on being a living sacrifice of God. And ever since I got saved, my life has been so peaceful. He comes with so much peace to your life. It's like you don't understand the amount of peace he brought into my life. And I didn't even realize how much turmoil I had in my life before I got saved. And then after I got saved, I had so much peace in my life. Um, anyways, thank you for listening. That was the very first podcast episode. This is very nerve-wracking. I forgot a bit, but was still very nerve-wracking um please review the podcast i'll drop the second episode next week maybe maybe in two weeks i don't know i don't know review the podcast and leave a comment if you can i don't know how these things work um thank you bye